Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Hi, you're welcome to Africa Tech Radio. My name is Lillian and this is Tech Talk. <laughs> Today is a beautiful day. It's been really cold out here. I mean, I was outside the other day and I was shivering. Really, I was shivering. I had to take a cab home because normally I like to walk for a distance before continuing my journey, but I could not do that because the breeze was blaming left, right and center. Anyway, that does not <laughs> matter because I prefer the weather to be cold than for it to be really hot. I can't do it. I mean... Maybe go for life <laughs> anyway. It is tech talk, like I have mentioned, and um, we have to dive into a topic that is really important for us just because we want to keep abreast of every situation that is happening in the tech world. Okay, the world is changing, tech is making waves today, and the tech making waves today might be irrelevant tomorrow. They may be the basis for future tech and then thrown to the bean, nobody will know about them. You'd blink and the tech has changed. And we know that the tech of the now is not the tech of the future. I remember the BlackBerry craze. Everybody did everything to get BlackBerry Bolt, 10 Bolt, 20 Bolt, 15, uh, BlackBerry Flip, BlackBerry Z and other, other Blackberries that existed. And it was the hottest thing. I got a BlackBerry. I got a BlackBerry Bolt 2, but I didn't like it. So I dumped it sorry i sold it <laughs> i sold it and i got a nokia but what i'm saying is that people are getting like walked up over the technology of now but it might be irrelevant tomorrow so all the crazy things that you have done for the tech that you're holding right now you'll be looking at it in in 10 years and you'll be like oh is this what i did for this really so what would i now do for this futuristic technology you see, the, the tech of the future is actually creeping in slowly and we might not even be understanding what is happening right now, but that is our job to bring that to your notice. We'll be highlighting some futuristic technology that are not so futuristic. So I want to start with this one. It is the robot butlers. So robot butlers are like amazing helpers that can make our lives easier at home okay they use smart technology and they can stand and respond to our voice commands so of course they use these virtual assistance features they can manage our shadows they can set reminders they can give us useful information like the weather and news normal thing normal normal virtual assistant but one of their main jobs is to help with household chores now we know that there are vacuums that are using uh, smart technology they'll go from edge to edge go from corner to corner to clean your home if something falls on the floor they'll come clean it you know those things are already there but these um robot butlers will help you mop your floors clean surfaces keep things organized they have special sensors to move around the house without bumping into things and when it comes to cooking this is now the difference between the robot butlers and the smart vacuum when it comes to cooking, they will help you with simple tasks. They can cut veggies, they can set timers. They won't be professional chefs, of course, because they don't have any taste buds, but they can definitely make our cooking routines smoother. I mean, we already have smart features, smart tools for cooking. We have the automatic stirrer, which I don't know why I'll have. But never say never because anything can happen in the future. But robot butlers can even take care of our pets. They can feed them your pets. I had to say our pets, but actually your pets, because it is unlikely that I will have a pet. I know animals are precious, but 
I like admiring them from a distance. Not everybody is an animal person. And we have to make uh, peace with that. The fact that you love cats, love dogs, like your pet giraffes and your pet lions does not mean that every other person would like having an animal close to them. It's not just for everybody. I had to just say this. But you who have a pet, you have a beautiful pet. Robot butlers can help take care of your pets. They will feed them at the right times or clean their litter boxes. They'll also play with your pets to keep them happy. Okay? You know that you can trust them to keep your home safe too because, of course, you have uh, cameras and surveillance all around. So they can watch over our house. They can set alerts. Alert, alert. Intruder approach. Alert, alert. You know, if something suspicious happens... We can even check uh, on our house remote we're using our phones. Now, um, the more we interact with them, the better they get to know us because that's how robots are. They understand your uh, routines, they understand your questions and your your prompts and better adapt to your personalized situation. They will learn your preference, they'll adapt to your habits, they'll provide a more personalized experience. And they won't just be functional, they'll also be really friendly. They can have casual conversations, they can play games with us, they can even offer emotional support when we need it. And sometimes we might not be home, but you can operate your robot butler from your phone. You can use the app to control it, check on your home anytime. Then let me tell you something. Hmm? When you talk about smart technology, you have to be very concerned about your privacy because I've talked about this before. Um, these things are easy to be hacked. So you have to get to one who that is almost untouchable. And also ethics. You know, some of these smart devices have been said to spy on your users in fact all these movies that you watch about futuristic tech i think we should pay more attention to them because what this futuristic tech movies portray actually starts coming to life more than we know so take very care about that so for now the autonomous robot butlers like the ones that we see in movies are not here yet but the way ai is progressing the way robotics is already making our lives convenient then we have to know that exciting possibilities are there for these you know robot butlers so just keep an eye out they are coming what about (laughs) flying cars i know flying vehicles right recently i saw a video of a flying vehicle right and i'll tell you that that futuristic technology that people talk about is not so futuristic because it is already here I, uh, of course, there are already competitions out there where people wear jetpacks. You know jetpacks now? You put it on like a, a backpack and then you fly all over. It is crazy. You used to see it in movies. It is now a thing now. So flying cars, well, it's not so futuristic anymore. Flying cars, also called flying vehicles or personal air vehicles, there is an exciting idea that people have been thinking about for a long time. Now, when I saw that video of a flying car, all I can think of was... How are they going to avoid traffic in the air? How are they going to avoid accidents in the air? Because on the land, we have roads that you must not pass here, you must not pass here, you have to follow traffic lights and all. Where would they put those traffic lights? Where would they put the traffic regulations? How will you know when another car is coming the opposite direction? How would you know? I don't know. Um, you know, with, with planes, they have everything in place. All the technologies in place for detection of any plane that's close by telling you about when you should land on the runway but with cars is there going to be like a a central operating system or or how will they happen it's blowing my mind already thinking about it all right (laughs) okay 
Now, when the scars take off land, they'll do it like they'll do it vertically, like a helicopter, so they don't need long runways, and it makes them perfect for busy cities, of course, with limited spaces. Most flying cars will use like electric or hybrid engines, which is really good for the environment. Fuel in Nigeria right now is 600 and 600 and it goes as high as 640 in some places and it has reduced the number of cars on the road because somebody told me that he filled his tank and they told him that you're going to pay 100 plus for a full tank and it's like ah, 100 plus k what is going on in this country so if we had something like this yes you buy it very expensive but the day-to-day usage wouldn't be as expensive and this particular guy was telling me lillian i wish right now that i could afford a tesla because i mean i'll charge it in my home and i'll take it out whenever i want to i'm not going to pay plenty money for fuel i'm not going to pay for diesel and stuff and i really i feel him right so like this if flying cars will be electric of course or hybrid engines or which you can use um fuel or which can either be fuel operated or electricity operated right good for the environment now the idea is that flying cars would be used for short trips within cities right and they would have special spots where they can take off and land safely if they listen because people who drive on the land they're not even listening don't look at the road it's now those who are go flying <laughs> okay now controlling the traffic of flying cars in the city will be important so that they'll need special systems to make sure they fly safely and avoid accidents i mean will they have special <laughs> hanging traffic oh gosh these things are just making my head scatter but right now there are challenges with regulations and making sure that these cars are safe for everyone so that one is not flying and the next one is dropping on your roof and you're wondering what is happening what is happening but it's a flying car that just landed not just that it crash landed on your roof so it is still putting some tweaks in it and making it better but let me tell you that tech is not far away it is already underway i don't know when i had this conversation with somebody but i was telling the person that if we could actually have access into the work of many scientists many inventors right now be wowed at their concepts the things that they're working on right now they won't tell you until it's already fully hatched so that nobody will steal the ideas but crazy things are in the pipeline right now yeah i just told you about flying cars and let me tell you about electric cars electric cars are amazing they are good for the environment they're becoming popular because they don't produce any harmful emissions and it helps fight climate change reduces air pollution and it makes our air cleaner and healthier to breathe in nigeria right now if somebody comes with an affordable electric car alternative or there's a way or if there's a way to convert one's car to hybrid uh, making it able to run with electricity i'm telling you a lot of people will line up just to get their car transformed because the prices of everything is shocking. It a chuck, it a chuck, it a chuck. So, electric cars are amazing. They have better batteries. One challenge with electric cars used to be their batteries, but now scientists have made great progress. I mean, everything can be improved upon. Yeah, it means that electric cars can drive longer distances, charge faster, and make them super convenient. Charging stations now is no longer a problem because 
the government's companies are working on building more charging stations and people are saying that they can charge their cars in their houses so they'll just make a, a charging station in their house plug it and then <laughs> it's just like when you want to go to bed and you plug your phone to charge overnight that is what people will do with your electric cars and when it's full it automatically stops charging normal stuff okay and not just that they're eco-friendly they're also fun to drive and they accelerate quickly and they're not highly combustible because there's no fuel there so you know when in movies there are um, accidents and the car tumbles next thing you see fuel pouring next thing you see, get out of the car get out of the car get out of the car it wants to explode there's nothing like that with electric cars so it is great self-driving cars are another thing which is already here whether we like it or not it is here i saw a video of um, a lady taking her, her grandpa with his friend <laughs> in a self-driving car they were the back seats and they were paranoid oh no somebody this is moving by itself i didn't touch it nobody is sitting there it was a big deal and it was hilarious <laughs> but self-driving cars is another great thing it is not so futuristic it is here and tomorrow it might be in your country and it might be a thing right and because of the fact that tech is global and everybody receives information as immediate as possible it means that all these things will not be far off <laughs> so it means you have productive rides like you're in a self-driving car you're not worrying about nothing you're not worried about anything you're not honking about so, hey come on for real you know the see that is not your problem you're just right enjoying the ride and you are productive you're doing something your laptop you, you have more workspace anything you want to do you also do not have to worry about drunk driving it can actually take you when you're you know superistically drunk <laughs> that is not a word but <laughs> it can take you for point a to point b so electric cars self-driving cars incredible innovations and they're going to shape the future of transportation i tell you that still talking about futuristic tech that are not so futuristic anymore is space tourism we have seen individuals who just take their things and say okay i want to visit space they have money of course and they have the tech and they did it successfully i'm talking about jeff bezos and richard branson they took supersonic joyrides to the edge of space and that was awesome people were like "Ooh, this is amazing I mean, these companies, that's the Bransons and Bezos' space companies, have been working to develop spacecraft for years. Now, they want what they want to do is to take paying customers on brief supersonic trips to the edge of space. And this is ushering an age in which booking a flight to view the Earth from space is just as easy as jetting across the Atlantic. It's amazing. And that is how space travel is changing, okay? Uh, companies are leading the way. SpaceX, Virgin Galactic, Blue Origin, they are leading the way to, um, in, in, for space tourism. Now, many people want to go to space. So people are saying there's nothing there, so where am I going? I don't know. The money they talk. All right? And this is something that is in the nearest future because they have already gone. And the next thing is to make a craft that will contain more people. You pay and you go. <laughs> I mean, isn't that amazing? Could we have thought about that thousands of years ago? I say no. <laughs> and now finally, about futuristic technology that is not so futuristic anymore. Uh, let us talk about colonization of other planets. Now, just like Mars, this is a big idea that scientists are thinking about. It's like having a backup... <laughs> 
a backup planet for us. You know, when you have an Instagram account, you have a backup Instagram account. So in case your Instagram account is hacked or it's taken down, you say, hey, guys, we're not gone. Hi, this is still us. I have a backup Instagram account. So instead of Lillian, instead of listening to Lillian, you have listened to Lillian again. <laughs> that is what people, scientists want to do. They want to have a backup plan for humanity in case Earth faces serious problems that cannot be fixed. And then they'll say, hmm, you guys are too much. We'll only take like 5,000 people and we'll start reproducing there. <laughs> it's scary, but it is wowing <laughs> as well. Mars might be the first planet that we try to live on because it has some resources that could support human life, but we'll have to have some things that will enable us to thrive there. I've made great progress in space exploration and technology. Now we are doing the commercial space travel uh, tech on the way. <laughs> and this is making the idea of living on other planets more real than just a story. But I'm just wondering, are there aliens are they hiding? Are they invisible? Are they waiting for us to come and then they'll just take control of us and the earth that we're trying to run away from? I don't know, but that is something that is in the works. It won't be easy though because Mars has extreme conditions like freezing temperatures, low air pressure and harmful radiation and we'll need to build special habitats and life support systems to keep people safe. So to be living in a 100% tech world where you cannot work without tech. Now, <laughs> Before that can even happen, we need test studies. We need people to go and leave there. If you have watched the Malian, I'm not talking about the kid, I'm talking about the adult the Malian. Um, it actually gave me insight as to what might happen. But of course, that's fiction. Now, this is not something the country can do alone. That's why NASA is not for just one country. International cooperation will be in on this and let's see how that goes. We want to explore the possibility of colonizing other planets. So we must also be careful not to harm any native life forms that might exist there if there are aliens out there. We have to respect them, pay homage. But look at how humans are. The person who said they went and discovered a country and killed many natives of that country and then took over the country. I'm not naming names, but if we can do that to humans, what's there to do? to other life forms right <laughs> i just pray that we thread carefully while we are trying to advance technology and with that i'm going to say bye i'll bring you five more next time my name is lillian you're listening to africa tech radio and this is tech talk thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com